0: What's up everybody and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi. You are listening to episode number 24 of TVE. That's right. The Verzi Effect is back in full effect on this July 19th hot Tuesday evening in New York, Um, but I am sitting in the air conditioning, thank God. Uh, I swear to God, I've said this once and I'll say it again, the greatest invention of all time isn't the car, it isn't fire, it is the genius who came up with turning air cold so people are comfortable and the crime rate goes down when it's colder and you sleep better when it's colder. Um, just the greatest invention ever is the air conditioning, which I've been sitting in for the past few days, uh, the hell with going out to, uh, 95 degree weather uh can't take my son out in it because he's fair skinned like his mother so he friggin looks like a he just gets so red in like five minutes you can't do anything in this weather so I've been sitting in the air conditioning uh it's been an incredibly hot week but I'm not a fucking weatherman so why do I keep talking about it anyways um thank you for listening I'm actually doing this one a little early because um, usually I do these I'm supposed to do them on Wednesdays it usually ends up being like Friday or Saturday um, when they actually go up but this one I'm doing Tuesday night a little early because I'm traveling tomorrow so I'm um, gonna try to have these things posted up on um, Wednesdays from now on and I had to miss last week because uh, I just been like I said I've been incredibly busy uh, that's why I'm sitting here in front of uh, in front of this computer with a full-fledged beard. I don't know if some of you guys saw my beard on uh, Facebook but um, it actually wasn't something I was trying. It's not a fashion statement. It's called being lazy and you know sitting in the house writing and just not caring about my appearance. Then it got to the point where my beard got so out of control I didn't even have time to shave the whole thing so what I did was I trimmed it and I like cleaned it up and then people started saying it looked good and, um, I started to like it, getting used to it. So I got this little beard here going. Uh, I actually bought a beard trimmer today. I never thought I would be a beard guy, but I don't know, folks. It may, it may be the new look for the next few months. But don't worry, I'm going to groom it and make it look normal. I'm not going to look like one of these bushy-faced freaks. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very happy, actually, that I have a beard because, um, One thing that I wanted to talk about, tell my listeners about, I know a lot of people were interested in it. Uh, I was very, very fortunate um, to be able to write for this year's uh, 2011 ESPY Awards, hosted by Seth Meyers this year. Um, My dear friend, and uh, just just one of the greatest dudes you're ever going to meet, Bill Burr, one of the best comics out there um, you know, he was writing for it, and he kind of brought me in, and we started shooting ideas, and, uh, just having a good time with it, it was unbelievable of him to, to let me contribute to that, and, um, you know, what can I say, man, you know, I'm not being biased here, because he's my friend, he's, he's truly one of the best comedians, one of the best dudes, uh, so Bill, if you're listening to this at all, uh, you know, I truly thank you, man, uh, from the bottom of my heart, it was, it was a great learning experience, and not to mention fucking hilarious, I mean, me and Bill would talk on the phone and just shoot jokes off of each other, and just, I mean, just, just le- howling, laughing at certain things, certain things that are so ridiculous, and of course, didn't get on the air. But uh, we were able to get a couple of jokes on the air, and uh, you know, my joke actually got uh, my joke, which Bill cleaned up a little bit. My original joke was just kind of to go at Chris Humphreys, same, basically same setup and punchline, but they kind of threw the Nets thing in there. Um, But if you guys want to know, the joke that I wrote was uh, Kim Kardashian is marrying New Jersey Nets forward Chris Humphreys. Asked why she picked a New Jersey Net. She uh, she said she was tired of dating pro athletes. It was one of the only jokes that got a big ooh and ah, which I'm kind of proud of because it was kind of, you know, wasn't just a laugh joke. But um, Bill cleaned it up a little bit and made it uh, say... um, you know, that, because my original joke was, uh, you know, she's dating Chris Humphreys. Uh, this will be the first time in a year she's not dating a pro athlete. So, uh, you know, I guess they, do <laughs> they didn't want it to go that mean. But um, truly awesome to, to do that. Uh, Bill's joke killed with the uh, Vancouver uh, riots saying burn it down for icing. Just a great, uh, it was just great, man. I, what could I say? You know, it was... Um, three nights of staying up till three four o'clock in the morning and you're just writing uh, joke after joke we actually were getting you know just punch drunk like laughing at things saying things now that if i read back would just be so ridiculously stupid like it just got to the point and then my roast like i was doing more of roast jokes towards the end of it because i was just so you know burnt out but uh, i thought seth meyers if you guys watched the SPs i thought seth My uh seth meyers did an excellent job again um and I have to say, one one of my favorite jokes, you know, putting, putting ours aside because we worked so hard on it, but, you know, just watching it, I thought one of the most brilliant jokes of the night um, was the joke where he said, the Dodgers are so broke, they don't have a third base coach. It's just a mirror reflection of the first base coach is absolutely a brilliantly written joke. Uh, it was great. I thought he did a great job. I also liked the Mike Vick where the Cats were voting for him for MVP, the Yao Ming joke. Um... Just just a, I just thought he did a great job uh, and you could see why they asked him to, to do it uh, for the second year in a row. So um, it was awesome man. It was so cool to, to be sitting in my living room with um, you know some of my family members and everything and we're just watching the SPs and it was funny because like his monologue was 13 minutes long and you know once it got to like halfway through I'm like, man, you know what it's just so hard to get one of these on the, the, the live show you know who knows if it's gonna happen. And then, you know, sure enough, you know, as soon as he went into the Kim Kardashian, I'm just like, oh, man, I hope he goes my way. I hope it's my joke. And then to see that it was, was, uh, was awesome. So, uh... You know, and, and Bill Burr is the best because, you know, I was helping him out. I didn't want any credit for anything. And he was just like, no, no, if you contribute, you know, you're getting credit and people are going to know, you know, you, you put time in and stuff. And, you know, what could I say? The guy is the salt of the earth and uh, just the best. So thank you again, man. It uh, means more than you know. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy the SPs and, and watching the, the contributions that we put to the jokes. Um, so that that's what I was doing. And that's why I was not shaving. Uh, and I was just not caring about my appearance. Now I know why writers don't really show up in public because they probably all look, I swear to God, three days ago, I looked like, remember in Teen Wolf when he was in the bathroom and he didn't know what was going on and his nails started to just grow and hair was in the sink and his face just, I was like two steps before Michael J. Fox fully wolfed out (laughs) in Teen Wolf it was just i'm just sitting there and and nobody said anything to me so i'm just like i didn't even care and uh you know what do i care what do i care i don't care you know i was i was doing something i was getting work done um so that that was really a thrill for me in my career uh to to be able to do that um you know and it actually gave me an idea of how to write monologue jokes and those quicker jokes because when i talk i'm more of like i guess i do you know longer setups You know, when you're on stage, you're not doing those quick, like, Letterman or Leno monologue jokes. Like, a guy walked in to a supermarket and was, you know, got held up by so-and-so, and and then the clerk said this, blah, laughing. Like, I I wasn't really, you know, into jokes like that or really knowing how to, you know. But the reason why I think it worked for me or why I was uh, having an easier time with it was because, um, I'm trying to get my quick set, my clean set, my five-minute, like, quick set where you can't really tell stories, um, and, uh, also try to contribute some writings, uh, you know, to that, uh, you know, the, I got some friends that do the Chelsea Handler or the Roundtable, and I shoot ideas with them about the topics for that show, so, um, all that stuff combined, it was just good timing, and we got, we got a bunch of stuff out there, um, Bill had some Bill had some hilarious jokes that didn't make the show that I still think about, and uh, I just <laughs> I just you know what can I say we were laughing so hard man it was awesome, uh so got to write for the 2011 uh, 11 SB Awards and got one of my jokes on the air, um totally yeah. psyched about that, um, and I know a lot of people commented and said you know awesome and you know gave kind words so if that was one of you people out there I really do appreciate it, um. And if you didn't like it, you didn't like my joke. Suck it, jerks! No, I'm in a little goofy mood right now. I'm tired. I have to get on an airplane in about uh, nine hours to go to uh, go down there to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Gonna go down there, in the, in the it's 95 degrees outside. You crazy? No, they don't. Actually, there'll be a lot of um, there'll be a lot of tourists down there now. Cause there's a difference between performing in uh, Myrtle Beach, you know, in in the winter and in the summer. In the summer, you got a lot of people that you know all over the place—Boston, New York, Jersey, Connecticut, like you know, a ton of people. But then you go there in like January or February, you know, they're like, "He's funny, man. You's, i didn't understand everything, but uh, what I did, what I did understand was was really funny, man." Um, that's really what you get. They just want to drink. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to say that all locals in South Carolina are morons. But, uh, there's a lot that are. And when you add moron plus alcohol, it equals <laughs> fucking ridiculous moron. Uh, so no, I'm looking forward to going down there. It's going to be my second time, um, headlining Stand Up Carolina, which is the new club in Myrtle Beach. Um, and you know I've been going down to Myrtle Beach since 2003 Uh, I used to perform at Comedy Cabana down there and um, you know some some things happened that were that I that really bothered me I didn't like I was never really wanted to go into it but uh, let's just say I grew up as a comedian um, going down to Myrtle Beach and performing at the Comedy Cabana and uh, I feel like the, the I know that I don't even feel like the right thing was not done by me I was being loyal and, uh, you know, they kind of made it clear to me what the deal was, which is fine, which is fine, I appreciate all of the stage time they gave me, and, um, you know, I don't want to be, you know, bitter, um, but when you see certain things are being done a certain way, uh, you just have to, you know, you can't be taken advantage of for being nice and, and, uh, you know, and being loyal and stuff, so, um, that's it, I'm, I'm, I'm at the new club, uh, they treat me great, um, headline in there, uh, They actually get back to you when you call them, which is awesome. And uh, it doesn't take 15 phone calls to have people that are your so-called friends get back to you. So um, anyways, uh, and I'm not even trying to cheap shot. I mean, that's basically, you know, what happened. So um, I'm looking forward to getting back down there. I will be headlining Wednesday through Saturday, uh, one show Wednesday, one show Thursday, two Friday and two Saturday, I'll talk about that more at the end of the show, but if you're listening to this and you're down in that area, go to Stand Up Carolina, down there in the Myrtle Beach area, it's a great club, uh, should be a good time, and uh, come and, and, and laugh, so I should be packing right now, but once again, I'm doing everything last minute, it's fun, and it's ironic too, because the one time I decided to do my podcast early, I'm it, it's making me do something else last minute, I can't win. I can't win, folks, but, um, no, so it's been a really, really, uh, cool week for me, um, and, uh, that's it, and I'm gonna go with, I'm going with the hairy face, I'm gonna go with the hairy face, but this is what I'm gonna do, I just bought, I bought a, a beard grooming thing, so I'm gonna be able to keep this thing under control, not make it too wild, and, uh, I'm gonna try my luck down there and see, see what the, uh, what the southern folk think of the facial hair. But I'm actually looking forward to flying to Myrtle Beach for the first time ever. All the years I've been going to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, I've been driving about 12 hours in a car. Uh, you know, you get leg cramps, you eat shitty fast food on the way down because you get hungry. And uh, tomorrow, I'm going to LaGuardia Airport and um, that's it, you know. I'm going to be there in an hour and 45 minutes. I rented a car. I'm treating myself this time. Um, so hopefully it's a... You know, I'm not happy about flying because I always get nervous about flying. But hopefully, uh, it works out, and I don't have to sit in the car for half a day. Um, I'm looking forward to that. So, um, let's get into some stuff going on. I usually ask, I usually ask somebody, um, you know, or, or I send out an email, or I send something, you know, to uh, you know friends and fans, saying, you know, email me, tell me what you want me to talk about um, for the week and I will do it uh, sometimes people do sometimes people don't or you know a lot of times people say the same stuff so uh, this time uh, somebody beat, beat you all to the punch uh, this week if you uh, if you didn't actually you know what I can't even say that because I don't even think I put a posting out this time but anyway somebody uh, one of my Facebook friends um, wanted me to, uh, to discuss um, Mark Anthony and Jennifer Lopez splitting up. Uh, and this came from um, Presca De Oreo Holmes. I think I'm getting that right. And she is in Seattle, Washington, one of my favorite cities out there. Uh, I was actually out there opening for Bill Burr at the Moore Theater. And uh, they were insanely nice. It was an insane show. And uh, I believe Presca was out there. But she wants me to talk about um, the. Mark Anthony, Jennifer Lopez being thrown in people's faces. And uh, Prescott, I can't agree with you more. The fact that Mark Anthony and Jennifer Lopez splitting up is on national headlines, you know, just headlines across this country through all these media outlets is completely unacceptable. Matter of fact, I will make... Your you, This question or this topic that you brought up to me, my unacceptable for the week. Unacceptable is the fact that there must be so many people in this country that care so much about celebrity and celebrities and celebrities' relationships. Well, of course they do. That's why they have the E! Network, which I've talked about before in the past. But unacceptable for the week is the fact that Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony splitting up is is national headline news. Um, that is an absolute sin and shame that people are actually going to read. Oh my God, Jennifer Lopez. Why? Because she fucking judges people that sing on American Idol. It's the silliest shit in the world. It doesn't matter. It's stupid, ordinary people. I mean, I don't want to call her stupid. I'm not saying she's stupid, but you know, she's an ordinary person who happens to be in the music industry and she breaks up with her husband and it's national news like, that's such a slap in the face to any meaningful story out there right now. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It, it really, I just, I really, it, it's It's actually sad. And it, it makes me realize that there's so many stupid people, you know, not only in this country, but in the world. Because you know that there's other countries that have this shit. Like, the fact that E, like, listen, I'm not saying people don't want to see entertainers in their private lives, or, like, the TMZ. Like, I understand that to a certain extent, but, like, when there's real shit going on, like, when our debt is ridiculous, and when we're, you know, at war, and we got soldiers overseas, and we got all this shit going on, you know, uh, unemployment is ridiculous, all this shit, and it's almost like they're deflecting from that, and they're showing Jennifer Lopez and her husband splitting up. People split up every day all over the world, every second, and I got I to gotta open my AOL to go check my mail. And I got to see Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony split up. And it's this shocking fucking news. It's ridiculous. It's so fucking stupid to me. It, I just, honest to God, I don't get how. It is so ridiculous. And shame on you if you're watching it. Completely unacceptable. Unacceptable. You know? Lamar Odom got into a car accident, now I feel really bad, a 15 year old kid died, but that made headline news, that a basketball star was in a car that hit a 15 year old and the 15 year old died, and that makes news, and it's like, how about all the other car accidents, look at the stats of how many people die in car accidents a day, and that shit doesn't come up, but because an NBA, any NBA star wasn't even involved in it, really, other than just sitting in the car, he he didn't get hurt, he was just sitting in the back seat and his driver, you know, and they talk about it all the time, It's, it's so, it's ridiculous, you know, It's like any accident or anything that happens, if a celebrity gets a tattoo, they talk about the tattoo, I just, I I really find it, I really find it sad, you know, Um, so you know what, uh, Presco, I'm with you on that, I totally, uh, I totally agree, and I just think the whole thing is sad, and you know what, it's gonna keep happening, you know, whatever celebrity couples are out there now, who's a big celebrity couple that's out there now, Um, I'm trying to think, who's out there? That's, okay, let's say let's say uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. You know what's gonna happen? If they break up ever, whether it's in a year or five years or ten years, whenever it is, it's gonna it's gonna be on the cover of every newspaper. It's so stupid. I, and I, oh my god, fucking ridiculous. You know, just just keep making bad movies and people will keep going to watch them. That's fine. All right, listen, if a celebrity gets killed, fine. You know, you know what I want to see in the news: Brad Pitt gets shot in the chest twice. He might pull through. We'll let you know. I'd be interested in it. I'd read that. You know, Jennifer Lopez steps in a bear trap, might lose leg. That's some shit that I would be like, holy shit! Like Jennifer, you hear about Jennifer Lopez, dude? She stepped in a bear trap and she might lose her leg. That's that is breaking news. That is is worthy of being on. You know. Mark Anthony chased by lion down the street. I would watch that. Okay, that's something, because I would watch that with anybody. Some dude named Tim Jones who lives in Minnesota, you know, got chased by a bear down the street. I'm watching that shit, you know? But what you, hear, what you don't hear about Tim Jones is Tim Jones and his, you know, fat girlfriend broke up. Nobody cares about that, but apparently if celebrities break up, it, it gets, you know... It takes over how many people are homeless in America. Uh, and I just find it absolutely sad. Uh, and I don't even mean to go on a rant here or, or some kind of tangent and, and, and be crazy about this whole thing. But like it just it just lets me know, you know, the, the thing, you know, and I brought this up before, but Dave Chappelle had it right where, you know, people are so obsessed with. You know, people are so obsessed with celebrity in this country, and it was something that really, you know, bothered Dave Chappelle. You know, and it was, you know, um, I don't know if I ever told this story on 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 my podcast show, Um, and if I did, it was a long, long time ago. I doubt that I did, but I was supposed to go in and perform, uh, which was then the Boston Comedy Club in uh, New York City one night. The guy was like, "Yeah, wait in the back of the room. We'll see if you get on." Anyway, Chappelle comes in. He's got his makeup on. Yeah, I think I did talk about this. Chappelle comes on, and obviously no comedians get on. He's just on stage, and people were yelling out his money. But when you had $52 million, and you could tell he kind of just stopped talking. He was like, see that, man? People know my business. And like he was truly disgusted with it and he kept saying man, America is so obsessed with celebrity and that kind of pushed him out of it. And I know that that's what goes with it sometimes and and, and as a performer you have to deal with that at whatever level you're at and and obviously the the, the bigger you are the more that shit you get. But um, the fact that you get, you know, you have that shit in the news more than like what's really important and, 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 you know, do you know that they had a breakthrough in Alzheimer's today? I saw that there's like a breakthrough in Alzheimer's where they say, if you like, don't do certain things like smoking, and and it's so funny too, how every time smoking is always one that they're always like, yeah, well, if you don't smoke, you you know, you won't break your leg, you're less, you're less likely to break your leg if you don't smoke, and smoking's a given, but, you know, there was, there was, um, you know i guess some breakthrough where this guy the scientist found something out with alzheimers and it was a a small you know slow breakthrough in what they're saying and the, and it, the the jennifer lopez and mark anthony thing was like in the same headlines as that it, think about how sad that is that like you can read that people have had you know family members suffer from alzheimers people that you've known for 50 years don't even know who the fuck you are anymore you know and and, and, and that shit is on, on the headlines. So, all right. Well, I just think that's ridiculous. Uh, good job, Presca. Anybody else listening, if you want to, you know, uh, have me talk about something, uh, you know, if I agree with it and I'm on the same page with you, you know what, I'll even talk about it if I don't agree with it. But, um, you know, I, I just wanted uh, to, to let you know I will definitely, definitely um, address something that you guys emailed to me or that you think is important. But uh, I totally agree with that. The fact that you can't escape from a story like that is, is sad. And um, this uh, Casey Anthony girl is, is going and hiding. You see something about her and then these psychics say they know what happened to her daughter and everything. And this whole thing is just sad because all there's going to be is speculation. And uh, I'm just waiting for... And, and I know I sound really like bitter at all the news and headlines. But I'm just really waiting for like some meaningful shit to be talked about. You know, I just want people to, you know... One thing at the ESPYs, I want to go back to the ESPYs thing. One thing at the ESPYs, actually the two things, other than the fact that, uh, you know, Burr and I got some writing on there and that was a great experience. The two things was the Anthony Robles kid with one leg who won the NCAA title for uh, Arizona State. Um, That was unbelievable. And also the Dewey Bozella the guy who went to jail for 30 years for a crime he didn't commit and uh, did not stay bitter and they cleared his name and he walked out a free man. Um, That shit was like, I want to read about shit like that in the news. You know, have that be something like, you know, have the front pages say ESPN, you know, ESPN publicizes unbelievable whatever and, and tell that story in the news. I don't give a shit about Jennifer Lopez. You know, Jennifer Lopez took a shit today. And, because um, nobody else does. Stupid. So I thought that those two things were great. Um, and, uh, I, I want to read, you know, m- more shit about that. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Okay, guys, I know movies, um, movies I have been really slacking with, um, just because I've been so busy. But um, I will actually see three this week, definitely two, but um, I think I'm going to see three because I'm going away. It's going to be 98 degrees in Myrtle Beach when I'm down there performing, and um, I usually spend my days in the movie theater before a show. Um, I don't think I'm going to be doing um, much. I got a buddy coming down. so funny. I got my buddy from high school coming down from North Carolina to hang with me Friday and Saturday. And he's just, like, he's so gung-ho to get away that he's saying shit like, yeah, we're going to go to the beach and drink alcohol and not realizing that it's going to be 98 degrees and I have to work all the nights. But, you know, it's one of those things where I'm just hoping he gets tired during during the day because he's going to want to go crazy. Um, But I'm going to see some movies. There's definitely some movies that I want to see. I want to see Captain America. I can't even believe those words just came out of my mouth, but I kind of do. Um... I want to see Horrible Bosses. I want to see Bad Teacher. So hopefully I could get those under my belt and critique them for you. Have not seen anything yet. Uh, All I've been doing is working late. And and then I've been watching Hot Tub Time Machine at night. Because I think that movie is insanely hilarious. And like I've always said, I think Hot Tub Time Machine is funnier than The Hangover. I know a lot of people disagree with it. It's how I feel. Uh, So I will have more movie reviews for you guys um, next week. And um, now... I'm going to move on to sports, um, and I gave a, sh- a lot of shit to the ladies' soccer team. I'm sorry, people, if I uh, offended you in any way. It's nothing personal. It has nothing to do with women, um, although I will say that the majority of the female soccer players I saw on the field look like they have bigger dicks than me. And uh, I'm packing a punch, people. Not gonna lie. So, <laughs> no, but it's like they oh, just like the testosterone that that seems like is, is out there. It was unbelievable. So I was joking about that, but I really don't care. And it's the same thing with the with the men's. Everyone got mad at me for saying like, I just find it silly that so many people get into that just when when we do good. When the U.S. does good, it's like oh, you got to watch the game. Every bar's got it. Everybody's into it. Nobody gives a shit about soccer before that nobody talks about it it's never bar conversation everybody's always talking about oh this football team sucks this quarterback's hurt you know uh is the nfl gonna play did you see the nba finals like baseball so-and-so's got so many home runs already that's what people talk about at bars nobody's like oh how about the legs on so-and-so oh yeah that guy could kick at least around around the people that i know or in my life my whole life my whole thirty two years of living, nobody used to sit down and get really passionate about talking about soccer. But the week that the World Cup is on, everybody loses their shit. And when I say something about it, people are like, Oh, what is that? What are you not? No, of course I want the US to win. But like they didn't and I didn't care. I'm not like, devastated. It's silly. Nobody gives a shit until it's just all that, you know, bandwagon shit that I just I just find so stupid. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry that they lost but uh, I don't care. It's soccer. I'd rather watch fucking, I would really would rather watch a dart competition. I'm not even joking. I would rather watch competitive darts, you know, because darts is, is, I don't know. It's more exciting to me to watch something happen every 30 seconds than just watch people, like, kick a ball around and run around and then hope it go. I just, I'm not into it. So I'm sorry. Um, I did shit on soccer, but I wasn't shitting on like, women's soccer. Um, I said it was boring. And I said, I did say, back up, or I said, watch out, WNBA. You may have competition with worse things to watch on TV. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I'm sorry. And I did watch the match, and um, I watched the game, and uh, I thought the U.S. had those seven shots on goal. I would have liked to see one or two of them go in and they win, but they didn't do it, and that's it. And people are acting devastated. So I always said, unless you were into it from the beginning... Okay, I don't want to hear shit that, oh, how could you say that? Shut up. You don't like it. You never watched it before. And now that you have something to watch because it's so boring in sports right now. That's another thing. Sports is so boring right now. You know, hockey's over, which I never watched. Uh, Basketball, I watched a lot. That's over. Football, the only thing you ever hear about football is, are they going to play this year? And baseball is still in the middle of the season. Uh, Shout out to Robinson Cano, by the way. My favorite ball player of all time. winning the home run derby. Um... Going to be one of the greatest Yankees ever if he stays in. I, I think he's phenomenal. I've always said that. I know a lot of people are probably puking right now hearing me keep talking about him because I've been talking about him. How about that? This is episode 24, Robinson Cano's numbers 24. Uh, shout out to Robinson Cano for winning the home run derby. But there's not a lot going on in sports. And uh, sorry, soccer fans, but that uh, that wasn't it. Um, I was more into watching the British Open than I was watching soccer. Um... And I will say this, watching, I didn't want Japan to win, you never want any other country to win over the United States, but when they kept showing that, like, you know, earthquake, wiping out all those cars and houses, I did feel good that at least they had, you know, at first I was like, yeah, go USA, you know, just like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, like I didn't physically say go USA, Um, but (laughs) I just moved my hand up and down too, I didn't do that, but... You know, then you see the houses and all that shit that they went through in Japan. And you're like, okay, you know, if these... This isn't the worst country to take it from us if they do. And I love sushi. So, uh... No, but I'm, I I just, I just can't get into soccer. Let's be honest. Soccer, the WNBA, and, uh... And figure skating. Like, those are the three things that I just can't, uh... Just can't do it, folks. I just can't fucking do it. Um... But looks like they're going to play NFL football, which I'm excited about, uh, just because I think now the divorce rate will uh, not go up as much as it was going to go. If the, Think about if the NFL didn't play. Think about if all of those Sundays, there was no NFL football, no Sunday night football. Think about the fighting that would go on. The, it would just change everything. And people think, oh, maybe not. No, you just don't know what it's like to not have those Sundays you know, like we have those Sundays to watch football. Nobody knows what it's like to not. But if you think about the time that is really, you know, consumed watching it. You got the 1 o'clock games, the 4 o'clock games. Then you got the 8 o'clock games. It's in all kinds of bars. It's in all kinds of restaurants. So you're sitting down. and It's all over ESPN. You get into it. You watch it. You want to see who's winning. Monday night football is awesome. It gives you something to do Monday night. Take that all away. You know what I think that equals? Divorce rate up domestic violence rate up, uh, irritable households, and I will say skinnier people. So that's the one thing that it would be better for because you wouldn't have people eating and shoveling nachos down their face at 9 o'clock at night on Sunday Night Football, but uh, I'm happy that they're going to play. And you knew they were going to play because at the end of the day, regardless of who thinks they're getting a, uh, you know, the short end of the stick, they don't want to lose that money and uh, they don't want to lose fan base. So looks like the NFL is going to play. Um, so that's pretty much all I got in sports, um, so, uh, between the ESPY Awards this week and, uh, all the shit going on with women's soccer and and NFL getting back, um, that's all I got. Uh, I know that I lost a bunch of people who don't give a shit about sports, but you know what the Verzi Effect podcast is, it's movies, it's sports, it's anything going on in the world, and, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, we did Unacceptable, which is us just caring so much about celebrities. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, people. I'm a little nervous right now. Got to fly. Going on the airplane uh, this uh, tomorrow morning with no Xanax, um, no booze, because that would be just weird being really intoxicated for a one-hour flight uh, <laughs> at 8 o'clock in the morning. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm just going to have to tough this one out. Everyone's was joking with me that they don't think I'm going to get through security with my big beard. And the funny thing is I'm probably more scared about terrorists on a plane than anybody. And now I kind of look like one. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to have a, little, uh, have a little joke with the TSA people if they pull me aside. I'll be like, listen, I have no problem with you searching me. Search my shoes. Search my beard. I don't give a shit. I, I believe in this shit. You could put me in the scanner. Uh, I don't care. Because I am not comfortable. All I'm thinking about is, is, uh, you know, birds hitting a plane. Because I think this is the airport that that Sully Sullenberg thing hit. And I think birds hit planes there. So I'm kind of worried about that. Uh, So my anxiety level is a little up here on the uh, Berzy Effect podcast episode 24. I am not really happy until the wheels touch the ground. Um And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be, uh, and to top it all off, not only am I gonna be anxious about flying, which I always am, uh, I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go there. So that's just fucking, that's just worse too. Um, because, you know, you don't even have a chance to, like, wake up in your day and, like, have any reasonable thoughts. You're just sitting there exhausted. So here's what the sight's gonna be at LaGuardia Airport at 7 o'clock in the morning. Me, full fledged, bearded out, exhausted, and anxious to get on a plane with a bunch of Southerners who's going to see me and think that I want to harm them. Uh, it might be a little uncomfortable this morning. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so now uh, I'll get into some plugs. Um, I will be doing, like I said, uh, this Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, Stand Up Carolina in uh, Merrill's Inlet, South Carolina which is basically like five minutes, not even to Myrtle Beach, just on the other side. Um, if you are in that area, you are a fan, a friend, a supporter, please come out to a show. It's going to be a great time. Uh, it's, I, I, love the, I love the club, and uh, I'm going to be doing a bunch of uh, taping there. So that's going on this week. Uh, I'm going to try to stay warm down there and uh, hopefully not hit the scene too hard with my buddy Kevin, who's driving down from North Carolina. Then... The uh, following weekend, I will be in uh, Boston, Boston, Massachusetts, in Faneuil Hall at Motley's Comedy Club. I will be headlining Motley's Comedy Club, and uh, I will be working with uh, somebody else who is represented by the same management as me, uh, Adrian Appalucci uh, from NBC's Last Comic Standing. Um, She's been to the Montreal Comedy Festival. She's hilarious. One of the funniest comics in New York. Uh, Me and her will be working together. So Cringe Humor is going to be representing hard um, this uh, next week. That's at Motley's Comedy Club July 29th and 30th. That should be awesome. And then after that, I have uh, some stuff coming up in... um, Oh, and the day before that, I'm sorry, before that, uh, the 28th, I will be on the Degenerates show. I guess this is a dirty, like R-rated, X-rated show called The Degenerate Show at Caroline's on Broadway on uh, July the 28th. That's a 10 o'clock show. Uh, so if you're in, if you're in the area, it's a great lineup too. Uh, come out to that. And then the following uh, two days, uh, the 29th and 30th, uh, Adrian and I will be at Motley's Comedy Club. Um, and I love going out to Boston. Boston's great, great town. Um, go to the. Uh, they have a. They have a. An oyster bar there called the Oyster House, which I think is the oldest restaurant. It's the oldest restaurant, I think, in the United States, where they actually still have a dummy waiter. And they take out the oysters right there, fresh in front of you. They cut them open. They have all these ice-cold fresh beers, and you're just sucking down oysters. It's awesome. Uh, Faneuil Hall is over there. so, um, And I know I got some people out there in Boston, so come out there to a show. Hold on a second. What's that noise? Stace, is that you? Oh, I heard something. I thought it was uh, my wife. It's one of our one of our two cats getting into a bag. Just scared the shit out of me. Um, but I had to play it a little cooler. Like, I wasn't that scared because I'm in the middle of doing my podcast. Like, if I just started screaming, that'd be a little weird. And then I calmed down. <laughs> but, uh, no, so uh, Boston's going to be good. Because when you're on the road, man, you got to do shit during the day. People don't realize that. You know, when, you're, when you do the, um, you know, some place in the middle of nowhere, we have like 23 hours out of the day that we just don't have anything to do. So if you're not sleeping, you're just standing around. If the weather is hot, what the fuck? Stace, is that you? Jesus. Um, how crazy would that be if you just heard me screaming and somebody just started hitting me and like there was an intrusion in the middle of of episode 24 uh that would actually not be cool i just actually grabbed a pen and held it in attack form and i clicked the little part where the ink comes out so i could stab it through somebody's neck if they come at me um that would actually like get a lot of hits on itunes if you were like hey, yeah, he was in the middle of a podcast got attacked and uh, stabbed somebody. Now he's on trial, so we're not going to hear a bu- <laughs> we're not going to hear any uh, podcast for a while. But it was a good listen. It was definitely a good listen. Uh, no, what the hell is I trying to say? Yeah. So you're sitting in the middle, of, like Chattanooga, Tennessee. You got 23 hours. You got to go to the museums out there. You got to do the things that that are good to do out there. Myrtle Beach is obviously the beach and a bunch of shops and restaurants. I'm not going to do the shops and restaurants. I really don't care to go to the beach in 95 degrees, but I think I'm going to have a friend down there that's going to make me. Um. so worst case I get a nice tan out of the deal and um, hopefully make a bunch of non-rednecks laugh this time because last time I was there it was not in the summer this is prime time season hopefully could get around to golfing down there too so um, that's pretty much it um, I hope you guys enjoyed it uh, this one actually I'm only 40 minutes I'm only 40 minutes into this one and i feel like i've been on here an hour that either means that this podcast sucked or it was good cuz it went fast but i don't feel that way uh what are we going to what else do i have here do i have something else i thought i wrote something else down i talked about how itchy my beard is i talked about the Espies. i talked about sports i told you guys i was still slacking off with the movies scared to fly tomorrow like always And uh, gave you the plugs for other stuff. Ranted about Mark Anthony and Jennifer Lopez making headlines. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So um, check me out. You could download this on iTunes. Please leave comments. I know some people actually started to leave comments. So uh, please leave uh, leave comments. Keep downloading the podcast. I'm going to continue to have um, you know more guests. I'm going to have actually I'm going to have a guest next week. Uh, I think Adrienne Appalucci is going to, uh, when we're in Boston, I think we're going to tape something or before that. But she'll be on here uh, one time or another. She's a hilarious comic um, that you guys should definitely check out. So um, that's it. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, uh, episode 25 will be next week. Uh, Take care, everybody.